hello again, podcast fans. This is John Prim. Uh, today, I'm going to read something that I wrote quite a long time ago, but I know it doesn't have a date on it, so I'm not sure. But it is—it uh, was a recording I made sometime after I began DB Post in 1999. This might be 10 years old or so, but uh, I—and I wrote this for uh, consideration of being of it being published. But again, it was so long ago, I, I totally forget who it may have been for. But I thought I would record this because uh, in case somebody is actually interested in my background, uh, this uh, explains a little bit about me. This is called Movies, Missionaries, Missiles, and Mickey Mouse, only in Southern California, by John Prim. About the only constants in my life have been my parents' love and my AAA membership, which my dad gave me as soon as I had my own car. In the 54 years or so since then, and it's more than that, uh, but I don't know. Anyway, I wrote, in the 54 or so years since then, AAA has been faithfully there when I needed help. I had some flat tires, a dead battery once or twice, and ran out of gas on the 5 freeway when my 1969 VW Beetle that has no gas gauge. And then there was that real exciting time when the entire drive shaft fell off of my 1962 Ford Falcon. I don't even know how that could happen. It made a sound I will never forget. Fortunately, it happened when I was slowly backing up in a turnout in the mountains and not while on the freeway. It's nice when some things stay the same. But aside from AAA and my parents, everything else in my life has constantly changed and had detours. What a joy it was when I got a job in Hollywood right after college. I had wanted to be a filmmaker ever since I saw someone's home movies when I was 12. That was in a suburb of Chicago in 1957. Before that moment, I thought movies fell out of the sky or something. But here was an average family showing off their 8mm vacation films. I was totally blown away when I learned that anyone could buy a movie camera and make movies. Skipping ahead 11 years, and right after college, I got a job in Hollywood. An industrial film studio was shooting several films in the Chicago area and needed a warm body for moving lights around for about a month. I don't think I ever moved so fast or worked harder all my life. When the month was up, I pleaded with that company to take me back to Hollywood, and they did. I made $50 a week and loved it. You might ask how I could live on that. Well, back in 1968, my apartment was furnished with paid utilities, all for $72 a month. I had worked for about five years in Hollywood when I ran into the Lutheran Bible Translators located in Orange. It was just one of those chance things, like the film crew in Chicago. The marketing guy of the Bible Translators saw a film I made about the Lutheran Chapel at USC when he learned that it only cost $200, he wanted to talk with me. 
I soon made a film for the Bible translators, which went over very well, and I was offered a full-time job. I got to go on amazing trips to Africa and Papua New Guinea, filming the language translation work being done in very remote villages. This was a huge highlight in my life. The missionaries were learning a language that had never had a written form. A phonetic alphabet is used where each letter only has one sound, and so if you can say a word correctly, it can be spelled easily. A missionary team might spend 20 years in one language group before they can leave a Bible with the people in their own language. Really amazing folks. Sadly, in 1985, the organization relocated to Illinois, not real far from where I had grown up. I was married with two young boys at the time and really didn't want to go back, and so I looked for work. As a break from job hunting, I got a job in Disneyland. I had always loved the place, and I really had a great time being a jungle cruise guide. When one works in Frontierland, you will often have crowd control duty at the evening Fantasmic show. Crowd control was my least favorite thing, because it was always about rearranging strollers and telling people that they couldn't sit someplace. One night, two different parties spoke to me within five minutes of each other. One lady was totally upset. She was saying stuff about how crowded and expensive it was and how Disney was now only interested in her money, etc. Then five minutes later, a guy with his kids told me how great Disneyland had always been and still is, how magical it was, and that he was having a really great time. Same time and place, but two totally different views. Simply amazing. After only one month at Disneyland and loving it, I got a job offer from Ford Aerospace. A real job, as Disney cast members put it. It was filmmaking again, but unlike inspiring films about missionaries or a place of great imagination and positive thinking, it was all about things designed to kill people. It's best not to think about that. And most of the people who work there aren't like gun-toting NRA nuts. They are mainly engineers who wouldn't hurt a fly, but enjoy the challenges of making some pretty amazing stuff. Almost every year I worked there, we made a trip to El Paso, Texas. We stayed there and drove to the White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico. This was for the annual National Guard Dog and Pony Show, where chaparral missiles are fired from a vehicle and shoot down huge cardboard rockets in flight. And sometimes a real remote-controlled helicopter was blown to bits. A chaparral missile is basically a sidewinder missile. You know, the ones that Tom Cruise used in Top Gun. And so this event was basically a bunch of young men blowing up things. What could be better? But just like the Bible translators, the Newport Beach division of Ford Aerospace had been sold off to a company called Loral, who then made a fortune selling it to Lockheed Martin, who soon shut it down and moved the product lines to Orlando, Florida. I wasn't invited to move with them this time. In fact, out of the 5,000 employees, only 50 were invited to move to Orlando. Then I worked part-time for a couple years at the Long Beach Fire Department's training facility doing videos, 
And then to complement that, I went back to Disneyland, this time being one of the cast members at the Country Bear Jamboree. That is said to be the easiest job in Disneyland. Other than watching the show a zillion times, it really was easy. And kids even asked me for my autograph. Finally, I began my own video editing business in 1999. And guess what? I haven't lost my job yet. At last, no one can move my job out of state. I could write a book about how different being in your own business is from working for a large company. Basically, it's twice the worry, twice the fun, and in my case, half of what I used to make with full-time employment. And so, if you find yourself having to adjust to some big changes, always keep in mind the constant things like the AAA. I don't know where I heard this great saying, but it's something I always try to keep in mind. When you come to a road detour, don't get angry about it. Just enjoy the change of scenery. And that was it. That was my little composition from at least 10, maybe 15 years ago. DV Post, my business did make uh, some good money for a while, more than I ever made uh, when I worked for Lockheed Martin. Uh, actually, almost twice as much as my best year. And uh, since then, it's gone down the tubes. And uh, I think because of iPhones and cheap software, a lot of uh, companies are making their own uh, training materials on video, and uh, it's gotten really easy to do. I really miss the mystery of film. The average person couldn't understand how this strip of film was made that had an optical soundtrack on it, and it was all in one piece. And uh, it was sort of a unique skill in knowing how to uh, shoot a movie, edit it, do the negative cutting, and then getting a print made. Now it's all video and uh, really different. Anyway, this was Movies, Missionaries, Missiles, and Mickey Mouse. Have a good day.